boys we're talking hoops we are officially hoops. here i don't know i don't know how much we've really even teased this mvp i don't know how much we've really even oh, teased our basketball podcast uh but we're not gonna leave you guys hanging on basketball come on we've been talking football for what eight weeks now uh basketball's here hoops are here uh and we're here to talk hoops welcome welcome to beyond the arc um Oh, funny thing is as of right now i don't even as we're recording this i don't even have the youtube channel made for this but it, it's fine you guys are obviously we'll sub- you guys are subscribed as you're watching this so it's okay obviously obviously <laughs> but either way uh we're here to talk hoops uh very hoops. as you guys can already tell i'm gonna be very transparent about it we're spur of the moment here um but we wanted to get you guys some hoops talk out and we're ready to talk hoops were we were we Let's prepared for it production wise no our interns suck anyway we're here to talk hoops regardless fired a lot of people after um, this. we're we're also going live tonight for thursday night football so we're gonna keep this keep this under wraps here tonight um short that said uh, let's talk NBA a little bit first. Thoughts on the season so far? We're about four to five games into the regular season so far. What are what are we thinking so far? What are we thinking on rookies, roster moves? MVP. <laughs> Cade for MVP. What are that's, we thinking, boys? That's bold. I think MVP. Golden State looks really good right now. I think Curry's cooking early. I think Clay's cooking early, which is what you want to see out of Clay, especially with the last you know year and a half of coming off the injury. He hasn't looked like Clay Thompson. Actually, looking like Clay Thompson. Um, he just had that buzzer beater. Yeah, the additions obviously to the Celtics of Drew Holiday and Chris mm-hmm. Porzingis. Those have been huge so far. Huge, huge for these guys. Um, they got an extra shooter. A loop back to Clay real quick. Who did Clay just pass on the uh, three pointers made list? I think he just entered the top ten. Did he not? I don't remember who he passed, but Very I think easy. he just entered the top I don't ten. Remember. I think he just entered the top ten this last game. But um, continue. Uh, <laughs> but but Kristaps Andrew being starting pieces, just stepping into the starting lineup and actually being able to produce. Obviously, we knew that Drew was going to produce. We didn't know how Kristaps was going to be because, you know, Kristaps has been up and down over the last couple of years. He, you take the good with the bad with Kristaps. But he looks like he is a good fit for that Boston Celtics team right now. They they look good. There's a couple good looking teams right now. A couple teams still trying to find their way, you know. Joe, I wanted to ask you specifically uh, when it comes to Drew Holiday. Um, you got rid of obviously Marcus Smart from the Celtics this offseason, but you bring on Drew Holiday. What as a Celtics fan, what would you rather have? Would you rather have that defensive player of the year presence? or the veteran leadership that Drew Holiday clearly brings on to every team that he plays for? I have been a huge Drew Holiday fan since his time in New Orleans with the Pelicans. He is a guy who can guard one through three. He is a guy who can shoot better than Marcus Smart can. I think I I love Marcus Smart. I love Marcus Smart. Reigning defensive player of the year, back-to-back years. I have nothing but great things to talk about Marcus Smart. But that being said, I think Drew Holiday is a better all-around player, better for the team, honestly, and especially the starting lineup. Getting Tatum and Brown involved, getting them the ball more, getting Drew to put up 20 a game where you had Marcus maybe averaging 15. Yeah. You know, those extra five points help every little bit. That they do. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't like Marcus Smart. Not a fan. <laughs> I don't think he should have won Deep Boy. I really don't. 
my i feel like don't disrespect him i feel like a lot of my fueled not hatred but <laughs> past fueled hatred for marcus smart came from iowa state obviously iowa state uh, marcus yeah. smart might be my patrick Mahomes for nba dude was there Some really? guy I, I, he he is really good but i just am not a fan of he was one of my yeah. least favorite players when he was in college basketball obviously he was just one of those guys that just kind of walked he, around <laughs> thinking he was, you know, the cat's pajamas. But I, I, that's, he was, I don't think. Yeah, it is. Yes. Cat's pajamas, he was, that's uh, a thing. All right. Yes. But right. he was a Grayson he Allen. Humbled. He was a Grayson Allen. He became Allen. humbled. And then he learned that he was really good at defense and he, he could shoot the three on occasion. He could drive pretty, pretty well. He's a pretty good slasher. It's crazy because Grayson Outside Allen kind of did the same thing. With the bugs. Outside of that, he couldn't do much. And then he developed, obviously, into like a more of a pure point guard. He's a passer. He can shoot the three if you need it. You know, I love. I have nothing but good things and nothing but you know amazing words for Marcus Smart at so, this point. I hope he excels in uh, in Memphis with the Grizzlies. Honestly, to piggyback, they are bad. to piggyback off of the Drew Holiday question, are the Bucks? Uh, obviously, Dame had a 39-point game one. Are the Bucks better off with Dame or was losing Drew? Is that going to cost them more than we think? It's going to cost them on the defensive side because obviously, like I mean, Joe was just talking, the, the defense and the leadership yeah. of Drew Holiday, is, it's, it's not the same as when you get Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard isn't that defensive stud that you have. Uh, he's not a guy that can guard one through three. Honestly, he can hardly guard one. Uh, but, but he, he's gonna, he's gonna bang threes and, and get Giannis open and, and be able to like help spread the floor. If Giannis, Giannis gets stuck down low, uh, if I'm the bucks personally, I would have, it's hard to say that I'd rather have drew holiday because like it's Damian Lillard, but like, I think I'd rather have drew holiday for the defensive and all that kind of stuff. But we'll see how it works out. I think that I think the Bucks will still do fine without with Damian Lillard, but I think I'd rather have Drew Holiday. In my personal opinion, I think this is what Giannis honestly needed outside of a Chris Middleton. I think he needed he needed another shooter, yeah. like a pure shooter to space the floor well for him. Even That's when fair. he's extended on the three, Giannis is not a great three point shooter. He can shoot the three, but awkwardly shoots the three, but. <laughs> Like he has more space to drive. They open up the lane for Giannis more, you know. They gotta they gotta you know stay on Dame a little bit. They can't leave Dame alone. He's gonna make everything if you just leave him alone. Yeah. So I think I think it's the perfect I think it's the perfect thing that these this team needed. <laughs> Losing a defensive piece like Drew Holiday though is definitely tough. Yeah. It's definitely tough. Uh, I think the Bucks have enough defense to go around to where it won't hurt him too much. I think Dame could output more wins for this team. He could definitely output more regular season wins. Because you can rest a guy like Dame one night. Giannis is going to pick up the slack. You can rest a guy like Giannis. Dame's going to pick up the slack. And when those guys are playing together, they're a very tough team to beat. Um, so you can you can load manage around those two a little better than you could with Middleton being out and then Drew and Giannis taking the load. So it could output more regular season wins. I just don't know if Dame comes with championship wins. We'll find out. He's been with the Blazers for so long that we don't we don't really know that. But I guess we're going to see, you know, (laughs) 
There you go. Dame time. He's trying, he wants it to be Dame time in the special points, and I definitely think that's the reason why he went to Milwaukee to play with Giannis. Yeah. The only real reason. He was like, okay, they're, they're going to send me to Milwaukee. I'll do it because I have a chance, a legitimate chance to go win championships. I kind of like his fit more in, in Miami than I would uh, Milwaukee, oh, honestly. Dude. I was, I was what hoping. Could have been. I was yeah, hoping, man. I, I, it sounds like obviously we don't know a whole lot there. We don't have any in in locker room connections. But uh, it sounds like the Blazers pretty much refused to work with the Heat, and they were demanding several first round picks and different players yeah. and packages that wouldn't have worked. It sounds like several trades they were demanding Jimmy Butler or nothing, and it's like, crazy. come on, come That's on. That's absurd. You're not crazy. getting Jimmy Butler. No, crazy. Um. Which obviously his value could be Jimmy Butler for Dame, but the t- that's not what the team is looking to do. The Heat are looking to yeah. win championships now. The Blazers are looking to rebuild. That completely restructures how you do your business. Um, but it sounds like they're refusing to work with them, which, which sucks. Uh, we'll see how the Heat do this year. We'll see which no-name players Eric Spolstra turns into... You know, <laughs> a deep roster to four year, yeah, four year, eighty million dollar contracts. He tends to do that. But uh, I want to talk, and normally this isn't a team I'd, I'd throw it to this early in the season. I do want to talk to Lakers because LeBron in year 21 has looked a little bit freakish to start the season. I don't know. Yeah. I've, been seeing those, I've been seeing those videos. Jury's still out on whether or not it was uh, Photoshop. Did we, but did we see his tipped pass where he jumped yeah. to the jumped rafters? That dude, yeah. Frank. that dude is how old? I, I don't remember how old he is off the top of my head, but he's played 21 39, seasons 30, of basketball. 39, almost, oh, my almost Lord. 40. Like, yeah, yeah let us know if he's 18. I'm going to give flowers where flowers are due, but man, he's, he's, been, he's been fun to watch he, so far this season. He, he's special. That Lakers team is fun to watch. Yeah, dude, I'll, they've, I'll, they've upgraded like veteran leadership on that team they're not stupid young this year and guys are on contract years and so far they've been really fun to watch we could talk about the other team that's in la too how they just acquired a man by the name of james harden Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and now that their championship odds and everything have gone So much higher, like yeah. through Literally, the roof. How, how are they affording? Steve Ballmer is a billionaire. I don't think he's worried about it. <laughs> no, probably, probably not. Um, but you're paying Kawhi. You're playing Paul George. I think Russell Westbrook's contract is not great. But then you got James Harden. You got Zubac's in there playing. He's probably on a vet min- minimum, you know, a vet dude. When you got the money to do it, you can build really whatever teams you want. You know, um, that's true. But yeah, that that team's exciting now too. We'll see how Harden fits. That's the thing with Harden. We'll he finds a team, and then he finds a reason to hate that he team. Finds a reason to hate that. Not team. like that team. But yeah. we'll figure it out. He'll, we'll, gain, we'll see. he'll gain forty pounds to get off of the team, and then lose it all. <laughs> and then lose it overnight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfortunately, West Coast teams. I don't stay up past ten o'clock very often, but I catch first quarter, second quarter sometimes of those games. Um, as football comes to an end, hopefully I'll be able to you know catch some of those a little more. But podcast schedule has me a little sleepy sometimes. Um, but those teams are fun to watch. Um, about one team that's oh continue. Hang on, one team that's real fun to watch right now: Dallas Mavericks. Someone needs yeah. to talk about what Luca is doing on that court. 
I got his stats. Well, he's averaging 33.8, 10 and a half rebounds, 9.8 assists, and 1.2 steals. Currently leading his team in all those major stats. He does this early like season. 117 points through four games. He does this what early season f- a lot. Frick? But it, it's it's different to see him do this with Kyrie on the roster, you know? Um, yeah, he's there's... I got the whole teams. There's uh, four guys averaging over 15 points a game right now. Luca, Tim, Hardaway, Kyrie Irving, Jeez. and Grant Williams all averaging over 15. And if you want to do double digits, Derek Jones Jr. is averaging 11. Jeez. Grant, Grant Williams, huh? Grant <laughs> Williams, huh? Weird. Uh, I don't want to talk about that guy. <laughs> Let's talk rookies. Obviously, Wemby has been the massively... <laughs> Massively uh, shoved down our throats name so far. Um, he's he's looked fun. He's looked fun. Um, Talking about him after Keldon Johnson has 27 points and a buzzer beater to win the game. And oh, Webby has oh, 12 Webby. points and three rebounds. <laughs> That's what it's going to be, though. They're sensationalizing this kid. And I, I don't mean to sound disrespectful here. I hope he has a wonderful career. But uh, I, I don't like this side of the media where they are heavily 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 forcing a narrative of a player um he's fun sure but i've seen comparisons to oh he's more athletically gifted than lebron was right out of high school well lebron was 18 years old he didn't have three years of professional basketball play under his belt and either way he's not even matching lebron's statistical output in his rookie year but it's you know whatever joe i I just want to say shaquille o'neal the wise, great man that he is. He's a went on, went on, went on the uh, X or Instagram and uh, posted, what's the difference between Wemby and Bull Bull? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Yikes. That's not That's high praise. Disrespectful. Boy, it's God. it's like nobody was nobody was fantasizing seven yeah. three, seven four bull bull when he was coming yeah. out of college. Sure. Or but, seven four, seven five taco fall. But sure. now we have a we have a nineteen year old French player who was playing professionally overseas for yep. a couple years. Now he is heralded as the the next LeBron James. To defend yeah. Taco Fall and or Wemby a little bit, Taco Fall did get or not Taco Fall, Bull um, Bull at Oregon did get hurt his last year, so he didn't get to have that year of experience and get to show it. off his skills. Is whatever year of college that was, um, so he didn't get to average the double double crazy numbers. Watch and then Bull Taco Bull. Fall the, and Taco Fall was with Zion, so he didn't have a chance. Watch Bull Bull play offense and watch Victor Wembanyama play offense. Yeah, you. It is like looking in a. It's like looking in a mirror. It's like looking in a mirror. Beyond the arc, fans. I want to let you know this is not the Wemby hater cast. But, I'm not, uh, not hating on Wemby, dude. I called Wemby was going to be first pick five years ago. He just did. want to throw that out um, there. But either way, I, I just, I don't like that side of the media. I don't care who it is. Um, shoving a narrative down your throats without actually seeing that narrative come to fruition, I, I don't like that. Um, let the kid play. Let the kid play. Absolutely, they have made let this. The kid play. They've made this nineteen-year-old kid into a superhero before he even hits the court. Let him. Let, the kid let him find himself a little bit. Same thing with like Chet Holmgren. They made this kid into Chet Holmgren a superstar. Mad good, he does he so far. Good now, but they made but him into a superstar coming into the league, and it's like let these yeah. kids develop. Let them play. 
Like, Let them play. When have we ever had rookies come into the league and be the LeBron James superstars you want them to be in the media immediately? It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. I mean, that's true. LeBron it's was LeBron was one of a kind. That dude was his rookie or his first game. He had twenty nine points, eleven boards, and like six assists. Like that dude was one of a kind and then he averaged like 24.5 points per game that season. That's one of a kind. You're not going to see that very often in a rookie player and you're expecting these guys to come in and be the next that there is no more of that. Jordan was one of a kind. LeBron was one of a kind. Shaq was one of a kind. Those guys were legends for a reason. They only come around once. Even if someone similar comes around, they're themselves. Like these comparisons are silly to me, but either way, we'll see how Wemby's career plays out. Other rookies standing out. Am I crazy Derek, or did I see that Scoot Henderson might have got hurt? Am I, I crazy? think I did see Scoot Henderson got hurt because they were talking. Um, I'm going to mix the teams up again, just like before. <laughs> um, I'm even going to think about it and still won't be able to figure it out. Because I can't Scoot's think of it. the Trailblazers. Scoot's yeah, on the Trailblazers. Yeah. In sharp. I can see the picture of the team in my head and I just couldn't think of it. But Trailblazers. <laughs> yes, he's on the yes. Trailblazers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was seeing things that like they weren't wanting to put Scoot in because he was hurt playing. They didn't want to hurt him even more. And yeah. so I, I'd be really sad to see Scoot gone because I think he's going to be solid. I think he might be better than Wemby, but um, there's also I don't I don't want to make those comparisons yet. These guys are young. Um, but either way, a lot of exciting rookies in the league this year. Um, Derek Lively. Those two guys. Or at least one of those two guys we were talking about before podcast, Marquise Noel from K State. I'm stupid excited to see what he could do in the league. Um, yeah, you got second or third year Jeremy Sohan um, out of Baylor. I'm excited to see what he and Wemby can do together. Um, Pretty good. A lot Pretty of a lot of young guys in this league that I'm excited I'm just to see. Excited grow to watch up. that Spurs team in in general. Yeah. I watched their game one and. Um, Oh shoot! I can't think of who they played opening night, but they they had the lead pretty much the entire first half, and they were spreading the ball and threes, and they were just having fun, and it was fun to see. I want to say they opened that against be good. the Lakers, but that also sounds silly because I don't know why they would make that matchup first. Um, I I don't remember who they played first. You guys hear that car horn? I did not. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of Sohan and Wemby, though, did did That's we see did we see Wemby's? Um, Sorry, alley oop. Wemby's alley oop that oh, he stole. Yeah. That he literally oh, stole yeah. from Jeremy there. Stole. Um, I also saw a Nikola Jokic like full court, like yeah, oop yeah. To, it was uh, to Aaron Gordon out of nowhere. It was like just a three quarter three court. quarters. As soon as the ref hands him the ball, yep. Looked like what? a quarterback just on that perfect ball. The dude goes from horse racing to yeah. I'm just gonna throw dimes three quarter court. We're talking about Jokic here, Zach. Um, Jokic is so good, dude. So good. Oh my gosh, I was looking at this thing. He's two. This was as of game one. I don't know what he's at now because I don't. I guess I could look. I have his thing right in front of me. He was two triple doves away from being tied with LeBron in a career with 111. That's That's insane. Absurd. That's insane. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised either. Half as many years. LeBron's been there 20. He's been. This is his tenth year. Literally uh, just absurd. Bron's not too big of a rebounder, and he's a good defender, but he doesn't. He's not going to get ten steals a night. Um, That's true. And he's also <laughs> primarily a passer. LeBron's had 
it's stupidly rare, but he's had his occasional games where he's only hitting 11 or 12 points, which is still double, but he's, he's been under 10 a couple times. Um, he's, he's a passer first. Uh, obviously a lot of people aren't going to believe that, but he'll say it himself. He's a, he's a passer now. first. Um, so that doesn't surprise me either, but Luca's got a lot, or, um, not Luca. Jokic has a lot of people to pass yet. And I, he's going to, he's going to. Oh yeah! As long he's as he scary. stays in the league, oh. the dude doesn't even like oh. his job, and he's one of the best in the world at <laughs> Looking it. Looking so. at my horses, <laughs> I love that. Uh, dude, dude says he hates championship parades, and then goes and puts on one of the best championship parades we've seen. He's just a he's just a fun guy that just he likes to have guy. fun. He's a fun guy. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, Kawhi. Let's uh, let's flip this around a little bit. Let's do some NBA record predictions really quick before we get to some some college basketball, brief college basketball. Um, a few teams we've already talked about here. Uh, the Bucks. Obviously, you get Dame. You lost Drew. What do we think? Does Dame increase wins here? Do they finish ahead of last year? What did they have last year? Like eighty-two wins, I think, roughly. Um, 82 wins is how many games are in a season. That's true. Um, <laughs> 62, maybe. <laughs> so look that up, Zach. Either way. Um, but the goddamn lost year. <laughs> do we think that outputs more regular season wins here or less? I I think they get right around the same. Um, I, I like what Drew Holiday or Dame adds to that team, but I... I think every team in the East got significantly better as well. So it makes it hard for them to increase their wins because I think they're still going to be competing with Boston right there at the top. Um, they're still going to be competing with like all, all the top guys in the East. And that East is you know, terrifying. It's scary. That East is terrifying. Uh, they were 51 and 31 last year. Oh, they, I think they actually increased that. I didn't realize it. I thought they had 60 wins. I think they increased to in like that probably. East? In that East, though, I couldn't see. I could not see them passing sixty wins in the East. I, I don't think they get five. Yeah, I was saying, give me mid fifties. Okay, give me mid fifties. I'll, I'll be. I think they get that at least fifty-five, fifty-four to like twenty-seven losses. Okay, I could. I could see fifty-five for yeah. sure, but they're gonna play. Uh, four. They're gonna play eight games against a lot of those top East teams. That's. And that's I gonna think be a tough it's going to be a but... real back and forth year, especially with those like those top teams that are have only gotten a little bit better. Yeah, you know, we sit back and we just go, okay, that we they're definitely going to be a little bit better. But there's a lot of these bottom teams that are slowly like building up to. That start... I told you guys wrong. Wait, you told us you told us wrong. <laughs> I think the line. I'm sorry. I think I was looking at 2020, 2021. You should probably look at the right year. Yeah, Zach's did not the, the research win, guy. <laughs> did the Bucks win last season? Nope, they didn't win a game. They didn't win a game. Um, <laughs> they were fifty-eight and twenty-four last year. Fifty-eight. Okay. Yeah. 58 honestly, now does that First round exit to the Miami Heat? <laughs> yeah, they were. Um, Yikers. Yeah. Maybe we do see him passing sixty. Then I think, like I said before, when you've got you can work around your your load management with Damon Giannis. Um. You yeah. can sit different guys different nights. You can play them as much as you can. Make sure you're maybe prioritizing winning some of those kind of middle tier must win games. Rest guys for those should be blowout games. You know, 
and then you know scrap a few of those bigger east matchups obviously but another thing the bucks kind of did last year and the celtics tried to do last year is tank a little bit towards the end of the season to get that kind of middle tier seed and take that lower lower tiered matchup which i think was it the bucks at bit because the heat were Heat were really were an it eight did. seed, right? And the Bucks yeah. were a one, Bucks seed. Were a one yeah. seed last year. And so they didn't tank. I think the Celtics ended up avoiding the Heat first round by getting that second seed, did they not? Um, which maybe yep. that's not intentional, but I think they could they output were, they were one game apart from each other. I think they could output sixty wins this year. I don't see why they couldn't. Um championship grade on this team. We think this team is higher hopes for a championship than they were last year or kind of right where they were at? I will say they go at least to the conference finals. Okay. I would like to say I could see them go there as well, but knowing their track record in playoffs, it's scary for me to do to say that. They've won it all before though, you know? So I mean, yeah, I could see them getting to like second, third round. Giannis uh, has done this before. I won't be surprised if they get at, at least to the conference finals. Yeah, but so is almost so is a lot of the top team. Well, that's not true at all. Actually, I'm looking at the top teams like right now. It's Boston and the Sixers are pretty much the only ones in yeah. Atlanta that have um, made it that deep run in the playoffs. So Nick Nurse is coaching the Sixers right now, right? Oh, that scares me even more yeah. for that team. But that hey, scares hey, me hey, even more a, for that That's team. a home and native land. Yeah, it is. Um, Gentlemen, right there. I don't think. The Bucks championship hopes get a whole lot bigger with this this roster move. I think they could be a flashier team during the regular season. There's a lot of scrappiness out of that East, though. Um, yep. <clears throat> and we'll see. We'll see if Dame transforms into that that veteran leader like he could be on that team. Um, or we'll see what his his true intentions are there. But uh, let's move Man, on to the like let's move on to the Celtics here because I'm gonna be honest. The Celtics to me are one of the scariest teams in the league right now. Uh, I think that team is agree. stupidly hungry. They've got a Kristaps Porzingis playing basketball that we have known Kristaps Porzingis can play. Um, you've you've got Drew Holiday. The Celtics team just looks stupid scary right now. I think if you're Joe Mazzula, my, my, my guy, Joe Mazzula, you you have to win it all this year. You were in your first year last year and you almost did it. Yeah. This is the year you do it. You got a you got a guy like Drew Holiday in, in your backcourt. You got a guy like Kristaps Porzingis. Please don't get hurt. Yeah. Knocking on knocking on word for that. Um I, this is the team. This is this is the Celtics team that gets Jason Tatum over that that championship hump. It's hopefully we just signed Jalen Brown to a, a multi-year deal over that Bad. championship hump. I had to pay somebody. Had to pay somebody. Yeah, but you should pay a guy with a left hand. I really <laughs> wanted Robert Williams the third to stay. I'm not going to lie to you, but yeah, I will take Kristaps because Kristaps looks good in this moment. Yeah, so and, and Boston's got a like solid bench too. Peyton Pritchard looks really Peyton good, Pritchard and so does Derek White. Peyton Pritchard scored real good. I liked him at Oregon, man. He could have been there with uh, um, Bull Bull, but he got hurt. Dude, that Oregon team would have been fun. That was the I'm a thing. Peyton Pritchard guy, too. That Peyton was the thing Pritchard with uh, Boston last year, too, though, that really worried me when they went to play the Heat at the end of the season there. They're, they were really deep last year, too, and 
to me, I don't think they lost any of that depth. I think that depth got a little bit better. Um, and I think Joe's a hundred percent right. If there's a championship push out of the Celtics team, this year's that championship push. You got new guys. That depth is better. You've got guys on contract years. Uh, Jason Tatum hungry as ever. He's looking really good to start the season here. Stay healthy. Everybody across the league, please stay healthy. Um, but either way, stay healthy ball out. I think this is, 100% 100% your year to make that push. You have to. You have to make yep. that push. Um, but we'll see. I think the Celtics team got better. I really think the Celtics team so far got a lot better. Um, I think Kristaps, unfortunately, could be your make or break at certain points because he looks he will really be. good now. He will be. But we've known him to be that I mean, make or break guy. Al, Al Horford sitting Horford's on the bench. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, he's he's ready, primed and ready to come in whenever. We'll be okay. <laughs> this might be kind of a crazy comparison. And if you think it's crazy, tell me to shut my mouth. Okay. <laughs> but Kristoff reminds me a lot of Anthony Davis in regards to the fact that AD plays offense, and when he's hot, boy's cooking. Kristoff, when he's hot, he's cooking. Gets hurt, kind of hurts the team significantly more than what you think it would, because then they struggle a lot. And then defensively, it's pretty solid. It's pretty solid defender defensively, but like yeah. a lot of things that have derailed both of their careers have been injuries that have like yeah plagued them. A lot of people probably find that take it's, disrespectful. It's crazy. <laughs> I, think, I, I don't. I don't personally. Think I personally I think it's disrespectful. I don't think they're on the same level by no. any means. I just think they have a very similar. Yeah. Like with Kristoff was in New York. If he got hurt, that destroyed that team because that team was solid. Yeah. Anthony Davis when he was in New Orleans when he got hurt it destroyed that team because he and it was it was a solid team. He gets moved to another team. If he gets hurt, it can make or break their team. Granted, they still got Jason Tatum and and no left hand Brown, but <laughs> I don't like Jaden Brown either that much. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like there's a lot of people out there that could find that a little disrespectful, but we'll we'll I call him we'll call him the white man's I think AD. It's a little, yeah, well, I think it's a little disrespectful. I'm not gonna he, lie. I think like, AD AD in his prime would just dog everyone. I think Kristaps in his like, prime is not not anywhere near AD. AD like, can't like even target, touch AD. AD's like Target and and Kristaps is like Kmart, like just getting past his prime. <laughs> Anyway, um, the Kmart when like little Caesar I get, started. I get what you're. There. I get what you're getting after. Let's let's call him the AD of that team. Uh, impact. No, I'm wise. calling him the better AD. I oh, like goodness. I like KP. Um, <laughs> he's my next jersey. I'm getting the KP jersey. I think, I think the Celtics get better for sure. I think there's a few more ticking time bombs on this Celtics team that could end up hurting them but they're well coached they've got the depth i think this team can win regardless i don't think they i don't think they decrease from last year by any means um defending champs the nuggets uh how do how do we think they do and i'm gonna tie this into who do we think in the league ends the season with the best record because i'm gonna be honest i think one of these three teams we just mentioned could end the season with the best record I personally, you want my honest answer. I don't think it's one of these three teams. Okay. I think it's a team that we mentioned very briefly in You're the Golden the Warriors. State Warriors. Yeah. I, I like that one as well. Uh, but we'll we'll focus Nuggets for a second. Do we think they get better or worse? They didn't do anything, really, to be honest. Um, you, I think I they think- lost Bones Highland. Otherwise, you signed some contracts this year. 
Um, <laughs> um, I, was, I, was nah, big, I was a big Bones guy, but either way, that's a dope thing. I love, dude. I love Bones. He's fun to watch. Um, he's a dog. He's fun to watch. But either way, you lose Bones Island. Otherwise, you just sign some contracts this offseason. They didn't really change. So really, it's up I, to are these veteran guys looking to chase another, or are they not? Do we think they get better or worse? Same old Nuggets. Same old Nuggets. Yeah. I kind of. Th- I think they get worse, but not in like a sense of like they're losing 10 more games or anything like that. I think they lose a couple more, but it's just because of how much that East improved uh, or the West improved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, I I 100% agree with that, though. You got Golden State emerging. You got Pelicans emerging. You got the Mm -hmm. Lakers with LeBron. You got OKC Thunder, who look freaking Thunder look real good right now. You got LA, who just got uh, James Harden. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and then still Dallas or uh, the so Kings think, and the you think Suns. they could decrease? Oh you think they could decrease solely based on the fact that the West got just a lot because tougher. other teams increased? Yeah. Yes, I like that. But that also makes your Warriors take a little bit tougher to grasp as well. If that West is that tough, nah. will they finish with the best record? Um, we'll yeah. see though. Um, I Dude, I don't think the Nuggets dog. team gets any worse. They don't seem to have any championship hangover so far. Um, but we'll see. And obviously, there's always that pesky injury word that we don't like to talk about, but it's possible. Um, so we'll see how their season goes. I think right now, if you're if you're picking a favorite in a league that looks this good, I'm sorry, but I think this league is. And we said it last year too. If you watched our last podcast, I think this league's about as wide open as it's been in a very long time. There's a lot of really young talent out there that looks stupid good. Uh, the Thanks. modern athlete is progressing just leaps and bounds basketball is progressing leaps and bounds and i i just think this league I mean, the team's putting up 155 this might be the by. most competitive this league has ever been this season and it's only going to get better from here um but i think if you're going to pick a favorite out of this league right now you just stick with the defending champs who are i think four and one so far if not undefeated so they're four and one yeah okay um i think that's i think that's who your odds on favorite should be as of right now, my my. Uh, I think are. you get. C- I think you get CP3 that rain, baby. <laughs> I'd actually love to see that, but that I also love to see that, that also man. makes your your take even worse because the Chris Paul curse. I mean, that's uh, a good point. We'll see. It's not a curse anymore. Hey, Steve Kerr can turn anything around. Maybe, maybe. Uh, either way, thoughts on the Nuggets, boys. Brief thoughts. Same old Nuggets. Same old Nuggets. Yeah. It's, it's, it's I, think, I think he's going to be fine. I think Jokic is going to be fine. I think this team is going to be fine. I think they're going to continue to win games as they do in, in Nuggets fashion. Yeah. And we're going to just, you know, same old Nuggets. I'm, same I'm, old I'm nuggets. expecting I'm exce- I'm expecting big things. I'm, I'm expecting another, another run. You know, yeah. you've done it once now. Who says you can't do it again? Love it. Love it. Yeah. Um, we got a few more predictions coming up after we talk about some college basketball matchups here in a second. We're going to keep these first few episodes. We're going to keep doing some season predictions as we go. I didn't want to cram them all into one, uh, but we'll keep talking about different teams as we go a little bit and add some new segments as we, as we warm ourselves back up into hoops. Um, a little bit of college basketball though. College basketball starts on Monday. Hoops is fully back. Uh, we've got about 634 games on Monday. Uh, as well as about six NBA games. So 
Um, I don't even think 634 is that much of an exaggeration. It took me several minutes to scroll through the page of games for Monday. Um, so I'm watching them all. Either <laughs> that's impossible. Either <laughs> way, <laughs> um, a few matchups to talk about here for the first week of college basketball. No specific dates here, but day one, you've got uh, USC going on the road to take on Kansas State. USC um, second in odds to win the Pac-12 this year. Um, returning some favorable names, including leading scorer point guard Boogie Ellis. Uh, Bronny James, unfortunately, can't play quite yet. He was projected to be pretty high on the depth chart, but uh, he won't be playing so far this season with his, uh, I think, heart problem that he had earlier. Uh, K-State, Jerome Tang has done it again. He's uh, built a team of super seniors and veteran leaders. You uh, you lost Marquise Noel last season and Keontae Johnson to the NBA. Um, those two helped Jerome Tang become the second division one head coach in his first year to win 24 games and go to an elite eight. Um, but he got veteran leadership right back. Uh, he got some, he got some fifth year senior transfers to come to the Wildcats this year. So, uh, Tang's going to do what Tang does. The big 12 is going to do what the big 12 does. They recruit those older players and they just transfer slug fast, man. Um, but we're going to see in this one, um, K-State's biggest test is going to be in the fact that they have a whole new team. You really don't return much. Uh, so we're going to see what Jerome Tang's leadership is made of here because USC is going to be a pretty dang good team this year. Uh, we're going to see what uh, K-State's made of, see what the Big 12 is made of a little bit here. Um, after that, we've also got Arizona Duke. Arizona, for the first time since 2017, projected first in the Pac-12. Going on the road to take on Duke. Uh, Duke Cameron crazies will be out. Duke probably wishes that Cooper flag could have redeclared to this year already, but, uh, boy, scary. They did. They did get that commitment. So next year they'll be a little scary, but you're going into second year under new head coach blanking on the name here, Joe. Joe's blanking on the name yeah. too. <laughs> Joe's blanking <laughs> on the, the name too. Frick. Put Joe uh, on the spot. Mike Krzyzewski's back. Yeah, we're going to call that. No, uh, uh, Duke's head coach, second year here. Um, You're at home to open up the season. I think this Arizona team is going to be stupid, stupid good this year. Um, I think Arizona goes in, uh, takes down Duke there, takes down the Cameron Crazies to open the season. It is game one of the college basketball season. Um, John Shayer. Steyer. Stupid, Shire. stupid happens in game one of every college basketball season or in week one of every college basketball season. That's the weird thing about college basketball is you play so many games and you're at the collegiate level. So you don't really see a team come to fruition until you're like 14 basketball games in, which makes sense, but it's a little different progression than something like college football. Um, We've got Auburn, I think SEC champs last year, quite possibly, and projected to go do the same thing again, going on the road to take on Baylor. Uh, Baylor going to be Baylor as always. Um, projected Baylor. Baylor's projected second in the Big 12 as of right now. Kansas, number one in the country, is projected obviously to win it. Um, so how do be, you feel about that? <laughs> should be a really good matchup there, though. Um <laughs> Quite honestly, until Thanksgiving tournaments, not a lot of crazy matchups um, coming up there, but Thanksgiving's in a few weeks, so just wait for that. And then conference play starts pretty much right after that. So, um, But those are those are our matchups for this next week here uh, to, look, to be excited for. Before we get out of here, 
let's uh, let's do some in-state seasonal predictions. We've got Iowa. We've got Iowa State. If you guys didn't know, we live in the state of Iowa. But uh, we got Iowa, Iowa State. Uh, we'll start. We'll start with Iowa. Um, Zach, not sure how much you followed them, but they're still the the McCaffreys. They're still the fighting McCaffreys. <laughs> they're still going to not even be a top 50 defense in the country. They're going to rely almost entirely on run and gun perimeter shooting per the usual for Iowa. As of lately, Um, you return quite a lot in that team. I don't think they really lost a whole lot. They lost the older McCaffrey brother, I think. Yeah. But uh, I think Connor is gone. Patrick's the one that returns. You're going to have plenty of shooting on that team per the usual. Um, They also lost um, the one from that was from Kentucky. Uh, CJ Frederick yeah. is gone. He was gone last season, was he not? The Murray, uh, Chris Murray's gone. Right, the too. other Murray's gone as well. Um, yeah. So it's you lose some pieces. It's crazy how opposite their basketball team is compared to their football team. Like their <laughs> football team relies completely on defense and shutting teams down, mm-hmm. and their offense to just the basketball like team 10. doesn't play a lick of defense. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Shoots about 43s a game and hopes they go in. They live and die by that. So uh, it tends to go decently well for them. But uh, I I see Iowa, obviously a little biased here, but I see Iowa kind of degressing a little bit this season. You did lose yeah. some good pieces. Um, you lost the other Murray twin who had an incredible season last year. You don't have any big all Big Ten players heading into the season. You're pretty much going to rely on a few transfers and Patrick McCaffrey to, to lead the entire offense on that team. That scares me a little bit for that squad, but you uh, don't have the guy going into this year. That's like a projected, uh, like number one college player of the yeah. year. Like the last couple of years they've had the Murray, they have had Murray twins you had two Luca, years, and then Luca Garza. Murray, Murray. And then now you have the, uh, Peyton, whatever his last name is, their point guard that they yeah, had that yeah. came off the bench last year, Patrick McCaffrey, and then uh, still, Tony Perkins. There's still going to be plenty powerful on offense. Um, yeah. This team just, it, it, to me, it doesn't have the weapons to win in the current landscape of college basketball. They can win the they Big Ten, have- sure, but same well, with football. <laughs> Yeah, the Big Ten is not great in when it comes to basketball. I don't have a ton of positive to say about Iowa basketball this year, but I said that last year, and then they came and beat us. So we'll see. Um, that's still good. that's still going to be one of the most entertaining. Oh games yeah, of the it should year. be fun. It always is fun. It always um, is. Always is a great game. But uh, us being Iowa State, which will transition it's, us right into that. I am stupid excited for this Iowa State basketball season. Is that game in? It should be. Uh, go. Should be in Hilton. It's here. Should be in Hilton. Um, stupid excited for this season. Number five overall recruiting class. Um, with the reclassification Blue, of baby. JT Rock, that put us up to number five. Uh, JT Rock will be redshirting now. Omaha Blue. I'm gonna butcher the name, but Milan Momsilovich, something like that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I will learn your name. Uh, when. When I start hearing the Iowa State announcers announce that name, I'll learn it. Uh, John Walters, please be my saving grace there. Um, but either way, uh, excited for what we brought in transfers-wise as well. Um, and then the guys coming back uh, should be exciting. You got 
Big Rob Energy again. Uh, you got Chief Energy Officer over on the side, bringing that bringing that action again. But um, you talked Where's about him. At? Omaha Baloo. He's gone. He graduated. Um, Omaha Baloo, man. Omaha is different. This team defensively. Um, Scary. I would almost venture to guess they will be a top 12 <laughs> Ken Palm defensive ranking team. All season, he did. He did. Osselberger's that guy. Osselberger is that guy, and he's got weapons True. out. Not only is he going to suffocate every team he plays, they've got shooters now. They got shooters, shooters. now. Milan's gonna put up, you know, probably eighteen to twenty a night. Uh, Omaha might not score a bunch, but just his pure athleticism alone, he's gonna put up that fifteen to twenty he's a night as get well. A lot of boards um, too. He's gonna be a Sports Center top ten player, possibly weekly. Um, and this team, it's literally last year's team. We lose Gabe Kalsher, which leadership wise, it sucks, but you still got some leadership there. It's last year's team with shooters and better defenders, um, which is hard to say after losing a guy like Gabe, but I would say better defenders all around. Um, Omaha is, was a top, what top 10 guy in the country, five star. He ain't top 10 yeah, yeah. for his offense. He's top 10 because that dude is built different and he he's loves the defensive side of the ball. You don't see psychos like that very often, man. You just don't. I love those guys. That dude I loves love scrapping guys. on the defensive side of the ball, and that's and what excites he, me. He fits in the Big 12 defensively 100%, perfectly. 100%. That dude's going to make plays. He fits with TJ perfectly. I mean, that... Uh, whatever about TJ. That dude, attitude-wise is TJ like that team. I speaking very highly of them as an Iowa state fan. I don't get to speak highly of things a lot. So this could blow up in my face. Who knows? Um, but I hope not, man, I am stupid excited to watch this team play. Problem is they play in the big 12 and the big 12 is going to be the best conference in basketball yet again. The Big 12 is built up of just veteran dogs. We got a team full of freshmen and sophomores, um, really highly touted freshmen and sophomores, but can TJ take those four- and five-star guys, take them into the Big 12, and come out of that gauntlet not in pieces? We'll see. Um, That's the only thing that scares me is the Big 12. But we did just fine last year with a ragtag group in TJ's first year. So... It, we'll see. First or second? That might have been his second year. Am I crazy? No, last year was his first. Last year was his first year. I wanted to make sure I was right yep. there. Um, but either way, I, dude, I'm so excited for this team. I think they... It's tough to say they get better because they did have a really good season last year. But uh, I think they get better. I think they make a run at that Big 12 tournament. We own that tournament. We're going to find out just how badly we own it. But I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I was just looking at their schedule. They don't have, like, their opening games are fairly simple. And then they got, like, Iowa, I think it was, like, fifth or sixth. And then it was, like, nobody, nobody, Houston. And then just the gauntlet of the Big 12. And I was like, holy frick. Unfortunately, and what also sucks is our tournament this year. We were in a really good tournament last year, uh, a tournament that gave us an opportunity to play number one North Carolina and beat them and give us some tough matchups in the early season. We have none of that this year. We're in a tournament, but it's not a very good it's, one. It's like Rambling State. And yeah, we're. It's not a very good tournament. Colorado State, I think, is there. That worries me a little bit. Um, I 
I wish TJ could have got us somewhere a little bit better tournament wise, but I think this team will be just fine. We're probably going to have some hiccups in early big 12 play with that schedule. But I mean, you get past those hiccups, you start to win games. I think this team has a lot of pure weapons and it's got defenders all across the board. So we'll see. They'll fit in the big 12 just, just fine. And, uh, we'll see how far they go, man. I'm excited for this team. Defensively, it'll be fun. And uh, I think I might, I, I might might go to a lot more home games this year. I I might have to head up for a few of them myself. We might have to go to some of them together. Um, go with hey, if you guys uh, subscribe, subscribe here, uh, subscribe to all Sub, of our channels. You know, maybe we like, can start going to games across the country: college football, college basketball, NBA, NFL. You know, we can go start to going to games. North Carolina game in Cameron and, Crazy uh, State. We can give you guys some behind the scenes action there. You know, uh, but either way, that's gonna do it. That is going to do it for episode one of Beyond the Arc. Hoops, boys. We're talking hoops. Um, That's going to do it for episode one, Beyond the Arc. We're about to go live in about an hour for, which you guys will have already seen the live, but we're about to go live in an hour, uh, cover some Thursday night football. We love talking hoops with you guys. We will be back, I believe, on screen. The time is not correct because I haven't decided yet. I believe these episodes will be out friday nights at 7 p.m eastern six o'clock central um i believe that's what we're gonna go with i think it makes the most sense we record these on thursdays we put them out on fridays i thought about saturdays just because you know ocd have it spaced out one day from thursday but it's fine we'll probably put it out on friday um but but we record monday and then release tuesday correct i was thinking about recording thursday which is tonight and then releasing saturday Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Roger, yeah. Roger, I don't Roger, think I'm gonna Roger, do that though. Roger. I think we're gonna. Pick I think these episodes. Um, I think these episodes are gonna be Friday nights at six o'clock. Which, if you're watching this Friday night at six o'clock, you know my answer already. So, uh, do us a favor, go down, subscribe. Uh, if you're listening over on podcast, <laughs> us follow us over there too. We love you guys. That is episode one, and we'll see you back next week for more hoops as well. Peace. Ooh.